So we've reached the final episode of Let's Talk Resilience and it's been a really enjoyable series. I've really enjoyed chatting to you, Vince. And, you know, we're going to summarise during this episode and talk about some of the highlights of, of what we've covered and share, I guess, any other useful tips or, you know, morsels of advice that we feel mm. would be useful to people who are listening. So during the series, we've taken a journey, really, through resilience by starting off with a journey of self discovery, uh, seeing the glass half full, so looking at the benefits of positivity and optimism. We've looked at how we manage emotions and how important that is in terms of our energy resources and how we deal with change because change is an inevitable. So dealing with positive, negative changes, it's all about how we respond. And also how we deal with conflict situations because those situations will be inevitable in our lives and how we embrace what we call probabilities, so how we turn problems into opportunities and how to look after yourself because taking time for self-care is such a fundamental part of what resilience is all about. We've also talked about making positive connections and tools and techniques to keep going and of course in the last episode we talked about how to create positive vision for the future by setting goals. It's been quite a journey and hopefully to those of you who are listening in you've picked up lots of bits of advice. There is a library of resources that you can access. The guiding principles that we've covered have been based on my book Resilience, How to Cope When Everything Around You Keeps Changing. We'd like to offer resources for people to be able to access, so all sorts of different resources to be able to help people on their journey to be more resilient. So by accessing the website thelearningarchitect.com, there is a life skills library on there which has got a bite-sized book library, lots of videos, there will be links to, to this podcast as well, and lots of additional resources and information that hopefully people will find very interesting and useful in terms of their journey around building personal resilience. It's going to be a great resource. I'd recommend going and looking at it. Fantastic. So, this final episode, it'll be interesting just to talk about, you know, what do you think some of the highlights of what we've talked about have been? The thing that has come out for me, how often in this busy life that we lead in the 21st century, so much is thrown at us. We don't seek it out. It comes at us and we have to deal with it accordingly. So whether it's difficult emotions, whether it's change, whether it's conflict, we don't ask for it. There are ways that we can manage it and there are ways that we can turn these things to our advantage. So one of the highlights that has come out for me has been really to show how you can be proactive. You don't always have to react. You can take control and you can be the driver of what's going on around you. And that point about reaction and response is, is a really fundamental part of what resilience is about because we are creatures of habit. You know, a lot of what we do is on autopilot. So we tend to kind of do what we've always done and then expect different outcomes. Obviously, that's not going to happen. And I think the biggest gift that we have as human beings 
is our ability to be able to respond. Because by responding, it gives us a chance to step back and consider our options. Because we always have options. You know, immediate options are we can choose to respond in a, in a positive way or, or in a negative way. So taking personal responsibility. It's so important that we happen to life, that life doesn't happen to us. And by taking personal control of situations, by, by understanding that we do all have choice in terms of, of how we respond, so absolutely, I believe, is a very fundamental part, isn't it, of, of being successful and being resilient. Being proactive doesn't necessarily mean you have to be a ball breaker or that you have to tackle life with a sledgehammer or be an alpha male or whatever you want to call it. Because a lot of us aren't like that. And yet we still have within us the capacity to take control and make things happen. A lot of it, as you've mentioned in an earlier episode, is about incremental changes. There's a wonderful piece of writing. It's called Desiderata. It's a creed for life. And it was written by Max Ehrman. But the opening line of it is, go placidly amid the noise and the haste and remember what peace there might be in silence. And sometimes we, we do need to just step back from all the chaos, all the noise, all the drama and just acknowledge our, our humanness, really. And as I said before, you know, being a human being rather than a human doing. You know, that piece of writing for me has always been a creed for life, really. You know, I, I revisit that piece of writing on, on a regular basis just to be able to help to create perspective. Because I think a lot of resilience is about stepping back and, and creating perspective. Here's a reminder. This is what silence sounds like. Remember that? You might not have heard silence for a long time. Yes, I hope nobody switched <laughs> off there. <laughs> but getting used to, to silence, being comfortable with silence. You know, we've not, we don't always have to be on broadcast, do we? And, you know, sometimes I think people get uncomfortable with silence. And this is where the art of mindfulness is, is a real gift to us, to, to be able to just be, you know, be mm. in the present moment without any kind of attachment, without any need to control, to be able to let things just be. That the art of acceptance, I think, is is really, really powerful. You remind me of one of the things my dad said when he was diagnosed with a terminal illness. He said, a lot of people say, why me? But he said, my attitude is, why not me? You know, it happens, deal with what's in front of you rather than trying to create something that isn't there and is never going to be there. Work with what you've got. And you know, Vince, you are just about to join the Zipper Club. Oh yeah, okay. Yes. So we're, we're going to be the Zipper Twins here <laughs> um, because I'm having gone through open heart surgery. So I can share with you a few bits of advice because on Monday, that's only from five days away, you will be going in for an operation. I so will. How, how are you feeling about that? It's been an interesting experience because I've realised over the past four months since I had a heart attack how much I have picked up from my dad's attitude to life. I'm strangely calm and reconciled to what's going to happen. I'm a bit nervous about the pain and the discomfort that I'm going to go through when I come round, but I also tell myself that is a phase that day by day I will get better and better. The other change I've noticed in myself because of this is I no longer sweat the small stuff. 
it really puts things into perspective. Being annoyed because you've run out of milk and you've got nothing for your breakfast cereal in the morning, well, so what? There are bigger things going on. And we've also talked in the past about finding the positives in potential problems. The positive that I take out of this, I'm going to be a lot fitter and healthier than I have been for about four years. Yeah. We are just coming up to Christmas. My operation is just going to be, well, both before my birthday and before Christmas. So this renewed health and vitality is going to be like a Christmas and birthday present rolled into one. I know something that happened to me after my operation. I kind of labelled my life as life part one and life part two. And it certainly made me very grateful for every kind of opportunity I, I had thereafter really so practicing gratitude was something that that was really key and in terms of, of, of pain you know I guess we, we all experience a, a level of pain but sometimes through some of those experiences it's really useful to focus on on the opportunities because I think you know with without a little bit of pain how would we understand the context of, of pleasure really so we are going to experience challenges in our lives but what doesn't kill you does make you stronger in lots of ways and I would go as far as saying that in many respects the experience that I had was life-changing and I kind of you know what I like life part two better because there was so much that I took for granted before this happened and it is a case of gifting yourself time to stop and remember that we are very fortunate and we are very privileged to be on this this earth really and going back to the piece of writing that I talked about before Desiderata there, there's a wonderful kind of final verse and it says with all its sham drudgery and broken dreams it's still a beautiful world be cheerful strive to be happy and isn't really that the most appreciative gift that you can give back to life to to be as positive and happy with what you've got in the here and now. Mm -hmm.